3: It's 9.30 in 716.
4: I'm Susan Rose. I'm
2: Brian Mazrowski. Outside, currently looking at some light rain this morning. A little bit of a sprinkle. 45 degrees in Buffalo.
4: The union representing Buffalo teachers making their voices heard as contract talks drag on with the district.
2: Of nearly 1,900 votes among teachers, 91% voted in support of a no-confidence vote against superintendent Tanja williams and the buffalo school board the union has been working without a contract since 2019 in a statement williams the superintendent said i'm staying focused on the work and making the district stronger and better for our students and staff as i've done since july 20th when i was appointed superintendent we talked a lot about this last week the vote in we'll have more to come throughout the morning on wben
4: if you have a 15 gallon gas tank filling up your car is $24 cheaper with every fill-up this week compared to June, according to new data in. In June, the average price was $5 a gallon.
2: Gas prices haven't been this low in nearly a year. It was late January, early February of this year when Americans last paid these prices. The Energy Department reports the average price of regular unleaded dropped 14 more cents in the past week amid lower demand, more refineries online and lower oil prices to an average of 3.39 a gallon nationwide. The Gulf Coast is now averaging 2.80 a gallon. California, the most expensive, has seen its prices falling, but still the average price of regular unleaded in California is 4.56 a gallon. Alex Stone, EBC News. 3.66 right now. The average in Western New York, uh, not so tough to remember that we were paying 4.90 back in the middle of June. Uh, I don't think people are looking at the disparity though and thinking, "Wow, I'm paying." Like hardly anything for right. gas. No. Uh, 366, still uh, quite a bit. Still more than uh, it was a year ago, 346 this time last year. The throughway authorities Board of Directors yesterday voting unanimously not only to approve a $2.1 billion budget for 2023, but also to begin the process of raising tolls 5% for Pass users, 75% for all other cars beginning in 2024. The plan not going over well with some.
1: I call it a hidden tax. Assemblymember Angelo Morinello on the Thruway Authority's move to increase tolls. New York State has an appetite for spending. They do not have a revenue problem. They have a spending problem. And they create sources of spending. And they take the money from the taxpayers and those who produce the income to pay for some of the programs that really and truly do not benefit the citizens or taxpayers of the state. He says Grand Island residents will lose out. Any other area you go to, there's alternate routes you can take. But those that have invested and pay taxes on Grand Island have no other way to get home or to leave the island to get to work. So what they've done is they've created a situation that will greatly impact um, those Uh, those individuals who live there um, and who have to leave the island. The fear is, and the potential, of those that would go to Grand Island for shopping, for social purposes, may avoid it. So it's going to have a potential negative effect and a decrease in revenue. Hear more from Morinello online. Tom Puckett, WBEN.com News.
2: Tom, thank you, and uh, we'll be taking your comments throughout the morning. What do you think? On the Thruway Authority, their uh, toll hike of voting to approve a $2.1 billion budget, saying that's not enough, 75% for some cars beginning in 2024, can let us know on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, 803-0930.
4: It's the most popular week for getting the Christmas tree. WBEN's Brayton Wilson tells us, if we'll be paying more for that too.
3: Since the end of Thanksgiving, people have been out getting their houses ready for the Christmas season with decorations, lights, and especially their Christmas trees. Typically, the two busiest weekends for people to get their trees are the first two weekends in December. There may be some concerns this Christmas that trees are rising in price, whether they are pre-cut trees or at farms where you can cut down your own tree. While the cost of Christmas trees may be slightly up, prices may not be as high as some make it out to be. Our price went up probably about $5 on a tree, and I would assume that others, I'm not sure what other tree farms do, but I think they might have gone up slightly or stayed the same as last year, but it's all due to the increases that we have to do for fertilizer, for fuel, and all of that. That was Ann Suwazinski, owner of Country Pine Farms in Holland. While prices for Christmas trees this year may be slightly up from last year, and the demand remains as high as ever, the supply of trees this holiday season is in no short order. Rich Warmus, assistant manager at Northtown Garden Center in Tonawanda, says they have lots of trees available for customers, including enough variety of trees for anybody that wants a real tree this holiday season. of the most popular that we have here is the Fraser fir. Most of them are grown in North Carolina. They're very tall. They're very thin, but they're blue on one side, green on the other. They hold their needles tremendously, and it's really just a beautiful tree. You have a Douglas fir. You have a con color, You have white pine. Yeah, there's quite a few to choose from here. More on the availability and pricing of trees this year is available for you online. Brayton Wilson, WBEN.com News. All right, Brayton, thank you. Uh, the Christmas tree
2: getting a little more expensive, just like everything else when you go out there. Um, the tree lots by me, uh, the ones I drive by, still full of trees. Um, you me know, too. It's like they're waiting, waiting on uh, people to go by. And I kind of feel like the weather might have something to play with it. I, I We had all this snow. right. And now there's nothing. I mean, We got rain out there. It's in the 40s yeah. today. It doesn't quite feel, feel like it, like tree weather when you have this it's out true. there. We,
4: we when we got our tree, there was still snow on the ground. Yeah. It felt like it was a good time to get the tree.
2: Absolutely, uh, but no, it's not. It, guys are out there working on uh, the tree lots, helping you out. Um, didn't see too many people out there. I know the weekend's the most popular time, but this week, I mean, this is between last weekend for sure, this next weekend, that is the time.
4: And really, when the weather's like this. It's easier it's to get a tree. <laughs> right.
2: um, is it? Is there a time when it's too late to put up your Christmas decorations? Like, I, do you reach a point in December where
4: you say, "Forget it"? If
2: the lights aren't on the house, you're just like, uh, uh, "Is it really worth it?" I don't know. I'm, I've been trying to reach that point. <laughs> I know.
4: <laughs> I'm, I'm we not never not quite got there. there
2: yet. I, my wife told me last night, "No, you're not there yet. Uh, you got to go out there tomorrow <laughs> and do it." Um, well, uh, oh, man, we were talking about this story a while ago. Hurts. Selling or settling hundreds of lawsuits from customers who were falsely accused of stealing their vehicles, resulting in some paying customers being arrested. The car rental company blaming a recurring computer glitch for sometimes listing vehicles as stolen or incorrectly marking a customer is having not paid.
0: Jonathan Olivares says he was pulled over in Louisiana after Hertz reported his car as stolen. He could not get in touch with his employer who set up the rental, so officers charged him with felony auto theft.
4: I was in a
3: a cell the size of a bathroom with two other inmates.
0: Kelly Grady of Pennsylvania was arrested one month after she returned to Hertz vehicle because the SUV was reported as stolen. She spent 12 days in jail before clearing things up. It was degrading. Now Hertz has agreed to pay $168 million, settling 364 pending claims from customers with similar stories.
2: I mentioned that you're in the cell and you look around, what are you in for?
4: Right. It's like Hertz. I returned my car. Hertz
2: put me in the driver's seat. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I can't imagine that happening. But there's hundreds of cases of that.
3: Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast. Cloudy skies, some light rain and drizzle for today with temperatures in the mid 40s. Rain showers likely tonight with overnight lows near 40 degrees. We'll have showers Wednesday morning. Some late day clearing with highs in the upper 40s tomorrow. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Minkowski.
4: State Assemblyman Angelo Morinello is with us this morning on WBEN. The Thruway Authority has set the stage for toll hikes in 2024 and 27. Not a done deal yet. There are still public hearings to come, but uh, Angelo... How does this impact Grand Island, which you represent?
1: Good morning. Um, I'd like to talk and break the, bifurcate this. Number one, let's talk Grand Island first, and then let's talk authorities in general. You know, the, the, the impact on Grand Island will be a much greater impact than any other area in the state for one simple reason. There's only... One egress and one uh, entry into Grand Island. That is the two bridges. People that live there have no alternative routes. So what they're doing is they are impacting their lives in a negative way. Number one. Number two, let's take the businesses. Other than those that live on the island, anyone who would want to go to Grand Island for some of the tremendous restaurants, the recreational areas, Beaver Island, they may avoid it, which means it will have a negative economic impact on the island. Will individuals who want to move to the island decide not to because of the tolls? So I I think that Grand Island needs to be isolated from this and be addressed in a different manner than the general state. Number two, let's talk about authorities in general. You know, authorities... Were a uh, uh, a thought out process to avoid transparency for the for the citizens of the state of New York, and I believe this that what needs to be done is a thorough audit of the thruway authority, dealing with revenue, spending, fiscal practices, reduction in employees since cashless tolls. Remember, they have reduced. And we don't know the number yet. How many employees and how much of an effect did they have on reducing the budget? These are items that are not transparent when you're dealing with authorities. Let's deal with their debt. We don't know if that debt is being used for only through issues or is it being used to subsidize unbridled spending of the state in other areas. We have. The, just for a few, power authority. We have the uh, dormitory authority. We have the labor. Well, let's talk about just the authorities. There seems to be a tendency to reward political supporters by putting them into these authorities without any need for their employment, which then drives up the cost.
2: A- Angela, on that issue of authorities, yeah. and specifically when it comes to this issue on tolls and the Thruway Authority, uh, where is the oversight or any public input or even input from a lawmaker like yourself when it comes to this process? They're, they're going through a year-long process on this toll hike that could be as much as 75% for some users, uh, and, and I mean... We're not expecting any of the public input to be positive, saying they will gladly take a toll hike, right? Uh, But it's going to be negative feedback, and everyone's expecting this
1: to go through anyway. How can that happen? Other than um, elected officials speaking on the radio or sending letters, we have zero ability to influence authorities. They, they 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 have an authority, they assign a board, and that board makes the decision. The the legislature, unless the legislature at some point as a majority, not just the majority members, but those in the, the entire legislature decides to address the authority issue. Let's take the power authority, for example. Okay? There is not one trustee from niagara county yet 76 is, percent is that is estimated for nipa comes from the niagara power Project. but we have no ability to influence or discuss and we know that that is a catch-all for political patronage the labor department which is a department not an authority is another has been a catch-all for political patronage without any uh, oversight. So what we're dealing with is we're dealing with a state that has created situations taking oversight um, and transparency away from legislators and the voters. New York does not have a revenue problem. They have a spending problem. And I want to say I'm not opposed to helping those in need. But when you start opening our doors to everyone in the world that wants to come here because we give free everything, just turn around and look around. Everywhere you go, free food, free this, free that. But whose burden is it? The taxpayers, the workers. And we keep eroding. Now the new cry out of Albany is let's take it from those who've worked and accumulated a nice a, bu- a cushion in their lives. Well, they don't deserve it. You know, we have to change the focus. We have to speak up and we have to get those that are around the state. We got to exclude New York State from these discussions. I mean, New York City, because this is where it seems it is going. Let's look at the power authority and all the other authorities, they sweep money from the authorities to go into the general budget. Look what they did with the uh, Bill Stadium. It's not a negative or a positive, and I don't want to get attacked on this. But the point is, they continue to take these authorities, use them as piggy banks. We have no control. We have no oversight and no transparency. But the difficulty is, the way they're set up, unless in an election the people stand up and speak up and say, listen, enough is enough get out of my pocket, stay out of my house, stay out of my life. I want to live a good life and quit stopping me from trying to succeed because the better I do. Now, the other issue we have in New York is they they are not practical. There's what's called the, the fiscal cliff. Those that are getting assistance, if they try and break themselves out of that poverty cycle, they lose all assistance. So now, if, there, if it's costing, as an example, $500 a week for a family from the state, and they go out and they earn $500 a week, that's wonderful. They're and, trying to break out of
2: we Angelo, we've, uh, we've talked about that, too, in the past, and we are speaking with uh, Assemblyman Angelo Morinello on WBEM Buffalo. I don't want to get too far off the, the main focus, though, right. here. These tolls, this particular increase, 5%... Twice beginning in 2024, 75% for all other cars. If people don't want to see this happen, what is the avenue for raising their voice or making that happen? Or is this a done deal?
1: Well, on this, all they can do is go to the public hearings, give negative comments. The legislators, all elected officials can write letters. But when it comes to the authority over it, it, it rests in the governor's hands. And the governor can stop it. And how do we stop it? We ask for transparency first. You know, there's statements. Well, the expenses are up. We need this. But there's nothing to back it up. So I would think that um, we could request the governor to have a little more transparency in this process, to open up the books, to do To to audit the revenue, the spending, the fiscal practices, the effect of reduction in employees since then, and look at the borrowing. Does the borrowing that is going on with that authority, is it utilized to benefit the authority or is it being utilized to supplement other issues in other uh, departments in the state? without any transparency. So, I mean, I think it's time for an audit, and I think we call for a full, complete audit for full transparency.
4: Do we even know, Angelo, what the Thruway Authority Board is paid? Do we know there's any of their
1: salaries? No, we don't know what benefits. We don't know anything about about any authorities. We just hear this name, authority, and everyone shudders, because they have unbridled power within themselves. I'm not sure if they do get paid, and I I don't know that answer, and I probably should. So I'll admit I don't know, and I would look it up and find out. But aside from that, it's the bigger spending. I would think even if they get paid and there's some expenses involved, it's not to the level that would warrant hikes. The warranting of the hikes, in my estimation, without being able to analyze it, is spending and is it proper spending is it utilized for the proper purposes so i would request and i think the taxpayer should request the governor ask for a full audit and put any whole, any increases on hold until there's logical reasoning general accounting practices should be followed and that and that is it are they being followed um, are we using all of the general accounting practices and principles to establish this. So there's so many unanswered questions that we need to get to. And I think the one that can push this, and I believe that our, our governor, I think Governor Holco, has the appetite to challenge some of this. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of
3: WBEN Buffalo.